So we are 25% of the way into 2022. And the question is, are you on track to hit all your goals? Those wonderful goals that you set out to accomplish in January. Are you at least heading in the right direction? If you answered no to either of those questions, then this is the episode for you. This is going to be the kick in the pants that you need to actually go accomplish and realize and achieve those goals that you set out to achieve at the beginning of the year. I'm going to break down the seven must-have components that anyone needs to actually achieve goals. So this is going to be real practical and there's plenty of time. Don't worry. There's plenty of time. That's why we're talking about goal setting now and not just at the beginning of the year. I'm here to help. Let's go crush those goals together. Welcome to episode 155 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more to the things and people you care about. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Let's talk about goal setting today. I love this kind of stuff because ultimately everything you want to do in life starts up here, starts in your mind as an idea becomes a dream. And then when you get serious about it, it becomes a goal that you articulate, but then it still needs to materialize. So anything you want to do, build your online business, work less, live more, give more, all the things in my tagline, those can become goals. And we need to achieve those goals. They're not just a nice fancy thing to say. We actually have to go out and make it happen. So how do we do that? We're going to break it down into seven components that you need to have in place. These are very straightforward, but you might be missing one or two of these. And that could be pretty detrimental to where you're at. I'm not going to shame you. No guilt, no shame. I haven't achieved all my goals yet. I'm not even on track for some of them. Some of them I have, um, but this is a great time to assess where we're at. I want to give you something. If one of your goals this year was to create passive income, either to launch your business for the first time, and you're really liking this kind of business that I run, that I teach, or you're one of those people, many of my students are, that are service providers. You have a service-based business, and you're like, man, I'm tapping out on those two money dials when you're a service provider of raising your rates and finding more customers. Like I've cranked those as high as they can go. Uh, I really need to find another way to scale my income and scale back my time. And you're interested in passive income, but you haven't launched that part of your business. Then I want to give you something. If that's one of your goals this year, I'm going to just give you the tools to do it. I have a 45 minute workshop that's absolutely free. It's called my passive income workshop, where I teach you how to earn your first $1,000 a month in passive income in just 30 minutes a day of work. So this is perfect for you if you're trying to launch your business, but you still have a day job and you don't have a lot of time. If you have 30 minutes a day, you can do it. This is also perfect for you if you already have your business, but you're busy in it and you don't have time to launch something passive income style. It's only 30 minutes a day. If that's all you got, you can do it. Okay. It walks you through the four components to passive income, helps you figure out your profitable idea, scripts for how to sell, all kinds of stuff. The tools I'm using, both free and cheap that you can use. It's super didactic and tactical. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. It's absolutely free. Sign up there and then you can dive in on demand, watch it whenever you need to, and then take action on it. grahamcochran.com slash workshop for my passive income workshop. Okay. Let's talk about goal setting. So I don't know what your goals are uh, this year. I don't know what you set back at the beginning of the year, but think about one of those goals at least. Get one of them in your head now. Um, maybe that's the only one you have. But one of the goals that you set out to have for the year that you haven't achieved yet and you really aren't even making progress on yet, 
And then I want you, before we jump into these seven components, just give yourself the grace for not having achieved this goal. Can we just start there by saying, so what? Okay, who, who cares? Don't shame yourself. Don't guilt yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't be like, oh gosh, yeah, I haven't done it. Yeah, so what? So what? Goals, I love goals. I'm a goal setter. So he, he, hear me right on this. Like I'm, I love setting goals and achieving them. But goals don't make up who you are. They're just a tool. They're just a tool to live a more rich, more fulfilling, more abundant life. We see something that we're lacking. We see something that we desire. And we want to go from, that would be nice to like, how can I make that a concrete goal and go after that and make it a reality so that I have it in my life? If you're not achieving the goal or it's a great goal, but it's taking longer than you thought, like, so what? It doesn't have any bearing on who you are as a person, okay? Can I just say that before we jump into this? No shaming in this episode, no guilt tripping, okay? None of that stuff. Okay, now that we have that out of the way, you got the goal in your mind that you set maybe back at the beginning of the year, or even if you're watching this or listening to this years down the road, doesn't matter when, whatever goal you have yet to achieve, it could be multiples, but just put one in your head. Let's walk through the seven must-have components to achieving your goal. If you actually want to achieve it. If you don't want to achieve it, ignore this. But if you're like, I really want this to happen, these are the seven things you need, okay? Number one, you need clarity. So the goal has to be really tightly defined and clear. Sounds obvious, but like a, a bad example would be, I want to lose weight this year. That's very vague. A better example is I want to lose 20 pounds, right? An even crazier, more specific example would be, I want to lose 20 pounds of fat, right? Because you can lose 20 pounds of fat, but only lose 10 pounds of body weight because you've gained 10 pounds of muscle. So it depends on how tightly you want to focus on this. But So look at your goal and ask yourself, was it really clear? Is it really clear? Could it be more clear? Uh, in, in the business space, right? I'm coaching people like you every week on how to grow their online business. And, and I'll hear people, let's say in my community, my six-figure coaching community, these are students who want to grow their online business to six figures a year or more. I'll hear them say like, I want to make more money this year, or I want to, um, yeah, it's usually make more, or I want to grow my traffic or I want to get more opt-ins and like get specific, you know, like, and, and here's the thing. If you want to grow your business, I want to grow it by $30,000 this year. Okay. That's, that's great. And specifically, what are you, you know, what do you think you're going to need to do to do that? What's the goal beneath that goal in the online business? Cause I teach my students what leading indicators will you know, result in those lagging indicators. If you want $30,000, what are the indicators you need to have that are going to show you that you're on track for that? Usually it's email opt-ins and conversions of your sales funnel, things like that. So just get, get super clear on your goal. If it's, too, if it's too vague, admit it, and then let's just work on it. Let's make it a little bit more clear. I have very clear revenue goals. I'll say, I want to make this amount of money or I want to 2X what I did last year. So that's the same thing. That's a specific amount or I want to have this number of members in my membership by the end of the year. These are, these are things that I do. I also have goals with um, 
my work hours. I want to only work these number of hours. I only want to be an email this amount of time per week. So I'll get specific on my time goals in my business. I'll get specific on nutrition goals and, and weight goals or, or workout goals, things like that. So just get as tightly defined as you possibly can. Clarity is the most important thing because that way you know what you're actually shooting for. I think that makes sense. Let's just move on because the other six are really important. Let's say you have a clear goal that's like, great, I want to lose 20 pounds or great, I want to add $50,000 to my business this year or I want to crack six figures this year in my business. I want to reach $100,000 a year. That's great. None of it's going to happen if you don't have the other six. So step number two or component number two is a breakdown. You got to break the goal down. So you got to take the goal and break it down into smaller bits so that you can work on it every single day. And if your daily achievement goal is still too big, break it down even further. So there's something I talk about called goal funnels. And I made up this name. I don't know if it's, I mean, I should just trademark it, but goal funnels is like, if I think about it as a funnel, that's wide at the top, narrow at the bottom. So the goal is like lose 20 pounds. That's, that's the clear goal, wide top of the funnel. If you go a little bit further into the funnel, it's going to get a little tighter. Okay, well, how, how do I lose 20 pounds by the end of this year? Well, I need to lose two pounds every month, right? One to two pounds every month. Oh, okay. So that, now it's my monthly goal is to lose two pounds a month because by the end of the year, I'll be over 20 pounds. Okay. Then how do we, then that's like losing half a pound a week. Okay. So I just need to lose a half a pound a week. Okay. So then what do I have to do to lose a half pound a week? Well, I can cut down my caloric intake um, by certain, this amount and I can up my water and I can exercise three times a week. You, you know, you start to break it down. So the big goal of how do I lose 20 pounds? It just becomes math and, and you go down into like, what's the specific thing I need to do every day? or every week that if stacked up together is going to lead to me achieving that goal. Does that make sense? I, I, this should be self-explanatory, but I'm learning it's not. A lot of people are like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. And then they just go about their life and they assume that because they said it and spoke it into the ether, it will somehow happen. It's just not how life works, friend. Um, you actually have to do the work of breaking down the goal into monthly, weekly, daily tasks. And it depends on what your goal is, but I have to do that in my business, right? When I wanted to reach seven figures in my business, I had to break that down. Okay, well, what's it going to take to get there? What does that mean monthly? What does that mean weekly? What does that mean daily? And what, what of that can I control? And what of that's just going to be momentum over time? Then focus on the things you can control. So break it down into chunks. Maybe that's something you didn't do for the goal. Did you break it down into monthly, weekly, daily achievements that are doable? That's number two, breakdown. Number three component, why? Why do you need to accomplish this goal? Have you written that down? I mean, I'm sure you know why, otherwise it wouldn't have come up, but have you just written it down in your journal or in a doc somewhere or on an index card or somewhere that you see it? Why? Oh, well, I want to lose 20 pounds because, you know, I'll, I'll feel healthier. Okay. Why? Well, because I, I don't actually, I feel tired a lot and, and I feel like I want to have more energy. Okay. Why? Well, because I want to play with my kids more. or I want to be able to play sports with my friends and not feel winded, embarrassed, or 
or actually, if you keep asking why, maybe it's honestly not for my health, even though I know that's what I should say. It's really vanity. I just want to look better. Okay. That's okay. It's okay. That's honest. If that's you, right? Like don't have a goal because you think you should, you're not going to achieve it. You know, the phrase like you're shooting all over yourself. If you should all over yourself, like you're not going to get anywhere in life. Shoulds aren't strong enough motivators to make lasting change in your life. You have to really want something, which means there has to be a really clear palpable why. Why? Like why? And if you're honest with yourself, then you can get somewhere. If you're, if you're not honest, and this is something I've been trying to work on the last couple of years in counseling. If you're not honest, it's, it's not, you're not going to see change. Honesty, let's say in that hypothetical with losing 20 pounds, if you're like saying to yourself, it's because you want to be healthier, that sounds nice. But if it's really because you want to look better in a bathing suit, you want to be more attractive, you, you want to feel more confident, um, I mean, let's go there. Like write it out. This is per- like, no one's going to see this. This is just you. This is you in your journal, writing it out. Keep writing, asking yourself the question, why do I want that? And then write an answer. And then why? Keep asking why. Or ask the question, what else? Right? I want to lose 20 pounds so I feel healthy. And what else? Oh, I want to lose 20 pounds so I feel healthy. And um, so, you know, I'll, I'll live a long time. And what else? And, you know, it, just keep asking that until you get six to seven layers deep. You're probably going to finally get to the actual thing that's the real why. This becomes really important in business, I have found. I want to 2X my business. Great. Why? Well, I just want to make more money. Well, it's not a good why. Like, what's the, what's, the point of, what's the point of all the money in the world if you can't spend it, if you don't have time to enjoy it, if your health has failed, if you don't have anyone to, to spend it with? Like, so money is, is, is a means to an end. It's not, it's not really what you want. What, what are you going to do with that money? We really want to get into a house, Graham. We really want to buy a house. Okay, now we're talking. And what kind of house? And where? And why? And and why that house or that amount of house? What will that do for your life? Why in that neighborhood? Why in that city? Why? These are there's no no one's gonna there's no police, you know. So you're allowed to be honest. Just be honest, but get to the why. Because Graham, if I if I can make an extra $50,000 $50,000 this year, I can put down on a good down payment on a house that I can actually afford the mortgage payment where it's like less than my rent uh, all in. And that is going to allow us to live a lifestyle where we can garden in the backyard to actually have a yard. That's important to my wife or uh, so that my kids can play outside and it's safe. Or um, we want to live by the water. So we have a view because I feel way more peace when I see the water and I'm more creative. Like these are all good reasons okay, so that's really what you want. And the $50,000 that you want to grow in your business this year is going to help you get there. Okay, now we're talking. Does that make sense? I've gotten really good at achieving goals and then realizing I didn't have a good enough why. So I get there, I'm like, what was the point? And then I'm less motivated to keep chasing it. Like I've gotten good at growing my business, but then I've had to stop and ask, wait, why, why am I growing it? What's the point here? Gotta get clear on your why. Number four, check-ins. Are you checking in on how you're doing? Do you have a barometer or measurement for, to know how far you've come? So, right, the weight loss goal is a pretty easy one. You can weigh yourself every week or every month and see, did I lose the two pounds this month? 
with your business, you can check your analytics, your sales data once a month. I wouldn't look at it every single week unless it's these micro goals are really, really that important because business is tricky. Some weeks are wonky, but how did you do for the month? Have you done the past quarter? Are you checking in for like self-accountability to make sure that you're actually on pace? Because the check-ins, they alter behavior. There's an interesting article I read years ago, and it was just one guy. I don't even think it was a study. It was one guy who ended up losing a ton of weight, over 50 pounds, could have been hundred pounds. And he was sharing his journey and he didn't make any major lifestyle changes. He didn't go on a diet. He didn't really go on a workout routine, nothing that dramatic. How did he lose all the weight? He did one thing. He weighed himself every day and he wrote down the weight in a spreadsheet. So all he did was look at data. And then that data point kind of affected him subconsciously, kind of made him go, oh, that's what I weigh today. And then he kind of operated a little bit differently in light of the data. And every day he would just weigh himself, write it down, weigh himself, write it down. And he started to, over time, just make better choices. Clearly he had to eat less, walk more, move more, probably more water, but there was no crazy routine. It was just awareness. This happens with money too. If you're struggling to manage your money and you're in debt and it's just crazy and you're stressed, the reason people say get on a budget or track your spending is not because they hate you and they want you to hate your life. It's because they want you to practice the subtle but often missed art of awareness. Awareness. If you're aware, if you pay attention, right? There's a proverb in the book of Proverbs, Solomon says like, pay close attention to your herds and flocks for wealth does not last forever. It's an interesting statement. If you don't pay attention, your wealth, AKA flocks, cattle, animals, those agricultural metaphors, it's gonna be gone. You gotta pay attention to your stuff, pay attention to your wealth, pay attention to your money. Like you don't have to have a strict budget, but just pay attention, whatever that means to you. How, how do you wanna pay attention? If you pay attention, you will likely win with money as opposed to someone who doesn't pay attention. The level of how much your attention you're paying really varies off of your maturity, season of life, complexity, how long you've been at this. When I started managing money years ago, right out of college, and I got serious about it, I, I, to the day, I, I track every penny I spent, right? Every penny. I don't do that now. I pay attention in a little different way. I make sure some of these big macro things are, are working out and we're fine. But I, I had to build the muscle of paying attention. So awareness, right? It's the same in your goals. If you're not aware of the progress you're making or not making, you're not gonna reach the goal. It's gonna be the end of the year and be like, crap, I didn't hit the goal. So just have some check-in points. Sounds obvious but just when are you gonna check in and what is that gonna look like? Number five, this one is interesting. Um, and this is something that I have learned some people don't have, and I have learned that I still struggle with. And that is you have to have a healthy self-image. Why do I mean this? I don't, and what I, here's what I don't mean. I don't mean you say lies about yourself. And I don't mean um, affirmations of like, like if you are trying to lose 20 pounds, I don't mean you say like, I am really thin. I am really thin. I, that's not what I'm talking about. But what I am talking about is you, you have to actually 
like yourself and want yourself to achieve those goals. Now, that sounds kind of ridiculous because you probably want yourself to achieve those goals, hence why you set out to achieve those goals. But what I'm noticing is if you kind of secretly hate yourself um, or disgusted with yourself or hard on yourself, judge yourself, um, you're going to self-sabotage. Because underneath all of that, you're functionally saying, I don't deserve good things and I don't deserve this. It's really hard to build a business if you don't think you deserve to make money, be successful. It's really hard to lose weight if you just don't think you deserve to be attractive and be healthy and be fit and be like those people. There is a lot of reason why you and I might kind of be hard on ourselves. I don't want to say self-loathe because it's not always loathing or hatred. It can, it, sometimes it's sneakier, that more subtle of like, you think highly of yourself to some degree. When push comes to shove, you might be harder on yourself than you would be on someone else. So let, that's a barometer. If you are being hard on yourself and you think it's normal, ask yourself, would I treat other people the way I'm treating myself? The thoughts I think about myself, would I think those about other people? Would I say those to other people? Would I come down on friends and family like I'm coming down on myself? This may not be everybody listening to this, but this is a word for somebody out there who wants to achieve something in your life, in your business, but you're just, you're just hard. There's no grace. We talked about this at the beginning. You're not kind to yourself. Yeah, why did you, you know, why did you do that? Why do you always do that, man? Talking to yourself. Graham, why, why do you always act that way? Why does this always happen? Why do you think that way? I'm trying to work in counseling. I'm trying to work through like thought patterns that I have that are destructive. And you know, I'm learning life is a little more complex than I like to make it out to be. I have patterns and personality traits that have light side and shadow side. They're really good. They've really benefited me. And then yet there is a dark side to them. Some of my strengths also have dark sides that hinder me. And what I'm finding is that I'm really hard on myself on some of these things. Why? I can't believe you're still struggling with that, Graham. My counselor will say, Graham, would you, would you ever say that to somebody else? Or if somebody else is saying that to themselves, would you ever just let them berate themselves like that and be like, yeah, you should be hard on yourself. And be like, no, that's, that's like, of, of course they're going to continue to struggle. Like we're humans. It's not perfect. They're, they're going to get it eventually over time. But, and he's like, well, then why, why, why aren't you nice to yourself like that? Why are you the exception to the kindness rule, Graham? So I'm learning just how important it is to value who you are as a created being in the image of God, right? The Bible says he created the male and female in his image, which means you bear the stamp of God, the creator. And he's the creator God. He's super valuable and you reflect him. You look kind of like him. I don't know exactly what that looks like. I don't know if it's physical, but we bear his image. We resemble him in some way. Therefore, we have worth, right? We have worth, not by what we do, not by where we were born, not by what we've accomplished, not by who our parents are, but because we're created by God. So inherently we have self-worth. And here's a great book for you on the way, by the way, about this. Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz will blow your mind. Written in the 50s, um, 
it's really about, it's about goal setting, achieving, accomplishing, who, becoming who you want to become. But he, it's all about how having a proper view of yourself, a healthy self-image allows you to accomplish things. Because what you set your mind on, your, your subconscious will find its way to achieve it. Um, but we self-sabotage, we have a negative self-image. Um, we don't allow ourselves to visualize success because we don't think we deserve it. And we have a lot, it, like there's a lot of self-image issues that lead to us not achieving our goals. And it's a fascinating connection the way he makes it. He's, um, his original job is he is a, why am I blanking on this? Plastic surgeon. He's a plastic surgeon from the 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. And he would see how, people's self-image affected their ability to achieve things, whether they thought they were beautiful, that make them confident. If they thought they were not beautiful, even if he fixed whatever issue they wanted fixed, if they still didn't think they were beautiful, they would self-sabotage and wouldn't be successful. And he realized it's not physical, it's, it's in their mind. If they believe there's something, if they believe they have worth, they go on and have success. And if they don't, they're miserable. And so he was fascinated with the mind. Why does this happen? I could fix, I could make them look whatever they want to look like, but if I can't fix their mind. And so he went on this quest to figure out all the, the brain science stuff. And it's, it's fascinating. So Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. It's, it's a brilliant book. And I feel like it's really balanced, really scientific, not too woo-woo, if you know what I mean. So I don't know where you're at with that. Some of you might be like, yeah, I'm fine. It's, that might be a word for somebody though. Are you kind to yourself? Are you kind to yourself? Do you feel like you deserve success? Because you do, you really do. Number six, support. Do you have someone supporting you? You just need one person, minimum. Just one accountability person that you can let in on this goal. Um, it can be public to lots of people. That works great too. But you need at least one other person that knows specifically what you're trying to achieve uh, and that you're trying to do some self-check-ins, but say, hey, will you just check in on me? Will you just ask me how I'm doing with this? can go a long way. Just find one friend that can do that or family member that can do that. That's so, so huge. If you're like me, I'm an introvert. I'm, I'm, I'm fiercely, wildly independent. I don't need people. I don't even like to tell my wife about my goals because I'm like, I don't need anybody. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm in therapy. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, and, and I'm really good at achieving goals, but I think I'm, I'm sort of the exception to the rule. But it really does help having support. And I'll tell you with writing this book, uh, I had a lot of support. I had a lot of people checking on me, not only the publisher and everyone on the team. Um, my good friend, Jordan Rayner, who really helped me get started with this process, helped me, he coached me through the book proposal process and finding an agent, all that kind of stuff. He would check in with me like every month or two. Hey, how's it going? What, what's the, the next step of the, the book? Where are you at? Let me see it. Can I read something? That support was huge because I was just, all right, yeah, I got to get on it. He's like, have you gotten endorsements yet? Oh no, I got to do that. Like just good reminders, right? Support is huge. And number seven, seven final component you must have to achieve your goals. Are you ready for this one? Celebration. Celebration. Are you celebrating your wins along the way? Are you having wins along the way? You probably are, but if you're not checking in, you're not gonna be aware of them, that awareness is important, and then you should celebrate them. So are you applauding yourself? Are you giving yourself a pat on the back for each day when you achieve the little bite-sized breakdown of your goal? Each little moment you move a little closer to the goal, are you celebrating it? 
you have to become a celebrator. Uh, this is something I've realized we suck at as a culture in America. Other countries and other cultures do a much better job of celebration than we do. Uh, we're just like on to the next thing. And then I'm an entrepreneur, so are you. And so we're the worst of the worst. We're like type A, even if we're not a type A person, we're like, grow this business as fast as possible. And then as soon as I launch, on to the next thing, on to the next thing. You know, you have a $5,000 launch. You're like, that's great. I'm not gonna do a $10,000 launch. Ah! It's like, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. How come we haven't celebrated all that we've achieved so far? One way I like to celebrate is going out to a nice dinner. I like to get dressed up. I like to go out to dinner any night of the week anyway. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Money well spent is a good meal at a good place. Never a waste. But I like to get dressed up, be fancy, get my girls dressed up, go to a really expensive place, order a a really expensive bottle of wine, something that you just remember, you're like, oh, because you don't forget it. Oh yeah, that's right. We're celebrating something. There's a reason why we're doing this. It doesn't have to be that fancy, right? Little wins along the way, but like, are you celebrating? Are you like, hey, let's go. Here's another win, a way I like to celebrate. Donuts, way cheaper, right? This just, we just did this. We just accomplished this. Let's just go get some donuts tonight or this Saturday in honor of blank, Right? And then you say, we're doing this because of blank, or I'm doing this because of blank. Now, if you're trying to lose 20 pounds, maybe eating donuts isn't the best way to celebrate the first two pounds you lose, but you know what I'm saying. Do something to celebrate and celebrate every step, not just at the end. If you don't celebrate along the way, you're probably not gonna celebrate at the end anyway, but it's those celebrations that are many rewards that remind you, this is a good path I'm on. This is worth it. I deserve it. We need momentum. We're, we're, we're not rational, logical, linear computers, right? We're emotional beings. So celebration really helps with the emotional component, which helps us stay motivated, which helps us to stay in the game. And if we stay in the game, we're more likely to achieve the goal. There you go. There's more I was gonna say, but it's pretty simple. Celebrate. We suck at it, most of us. Not everybody, maybe you don't. So there's the seven, clarity. Have you written down exactly what the goal is, as specific as possible? Have you broken that down, that's breakdown, number two, into smaller goals that are monthly, weekly, daily goals? Have you written down the why? What is the real why? Have you gotten seven layers deep on the why? Okay, well, why? Or what else? And what else would happen if you accomplished this? What else would happen? What else would that mean? What else would that mean? Get seven layers deep to get to the real heart of why you need to have this goal achieved. Do you have check-ins? When are you gonna do the check-ins? How are you measuring them? How are you gonna have awareness on your goal? Five, how are you doing with your self-image? Do you have a self healthy self-image? Where can you be kinder to yourself? Where do you notice yourself being hard on yourself? When you fall off track on your goals, how can you just be kind to yourself to get back on track? Number six, support. Do you have at least one other person who's your support person, accountability person who knows what goal you're trying to achieve and win and who's got the guts to check in with you and who cares about you? And number seven, are you celebrating tiny wins along the way? And what are you gonna do to celebrate when you achieve your goal? So, so important. So there's, there's the components. My question for you, if you are watching on YouTube, you can leave a comment below this video. If you're listening, just process. What is the goal that came to mind at the beginning of this episode that you have yet to achieve, that you have yet to get a lot of progress on that you really want to achieve and you want to work through these seven components? Which goal is it? And then which of these seven components is missing? It might only be one. 
It might be four. That's fine. Which of these seven components is missing? And then what are you going to do about it? What's your next step of action after this episode in relation to getting started or restarted on this goal? That's your homework. Figure that out. And like I said, if passive income or growing your business or automating your business is one of those goals, I got you covered. Your next step is to watch my passive income workshop. It's 100% free. Very, very helpful. Go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll link to it below in the description. I am hoping you see all the success you want this year. There's still gobs of time in 2022. You're, you're only a quarter of the way into this game, okay? You can turn this ship around right here, right now. Maybe you want to achieve all your goals this year. So go after the big one, the one that will make the biggest difference, difference in your life if you bring it to fruition. And you can do it. You can do it. I'm here for you to support you. I'm excited for you. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me today. Hope you're doing so, so well. Staying healthy, stay safe, go crush those goals. And I'll see you in another episode real soon.